This episode of Egology Club is sponsored by Binto, a subscription kit to help women manage their general health and fertility. Binto offers customized probiotics, prenatal vitamins, feminine care products, and more depending on your needs, delivered right to your door. Use offer code EGGCLUB at checkout and visit mybinto.com, that's M-Y-B-I-N-T-O.com, to start your 14-day free trial. This is Egology Club podcast episode number four. Let's talk about egg freezing. Welcome to a new club, the Egology Club. This podcast is redefining the modern day journey to parenthood. Meet your co-hosts and new BFFs, Riddell, Valerie, and Kara. We're sharing our unfiltered real life stories, and we hope you join the conversation too. Follow us at egologyclub.com. All right, girls, welcome back. Episode four, ladies. Woohoo! All right, we've been rocking. Okay, I sorry, I just gotta take the mic here for a minute. I was in a hotel, I just flew in. I kind of didn't know where I wanted to eat. And what do I do? Turn to page six. Kegber in the house. What? I'm flushing. No, I'm here, flushing. look, I brought the magazine with me what? from my trip. Let me see Can you thing. believe this? Yeah. Her, her Instagram picture made the unicorn food section on page six of the Time Out. New York. I I'm can't, blushing. I can't believe it. Kegbar, you're famous. Oh my god, you guys, and their milkshakes there. Um, they're oh they're pretty god. much next level. I mean, it's like everyone thinks a milkshake. They're like, oh yeah, I love milkshakes. These are like four times the size Where? of a normal milkshake. Where? So it's Black Tap Craft Burgers and Beer. Um, it started off as a food truck in New York City. There's now a few locations. No way. How did you know all this history? Well, my cousin, uh, Jill Kushner, how you doing, girl? She posted a picture of the milkshake. You are making me hot and twisted, right? <laughs> uh, I do have these that stories. You know, in all seriousness, just super, super cool to see someone I know, some of my egg, my eggology clubbers hitting mainstream. And thank yes. you, Time Out New York, who found my picture on Instagram and wanted to feature the milkshake, so thank you. Which brings me, you know, you can follow us on Eggology Club. All our social is Eggology, so we have a Facebook group, a Twitter page, Instagram. You can also call us anytime, wherever you are in the world. Call us at 978-EGG-CLUB, 978-344-2582. Leave us your name, your age, your burning question. And location. And location. So. You know what? We need to check our Google Voice All right. today for the show. Cool. I bet we have some um, voicemails. Special, Special delivery. delivery egg voicemails. Yeah, let's hit it up. Oh my gosh, girls. We have four voicemails, but I don't think we have time for all of them. So okay. here, let's hit the first one. Hi, my name is Brooke, and I'm from Miami, Florida. Um, I live a very active lifestyle and always on the water and in swimsuits, um, especially now that it's summertime. And my question is, from start to finish, how long can I expect uh, the process to take, and is there any physical limitations? Should I change my time frame and do it in a different season, or since I'm already the age of 32, is it more um, important to do this first regardless of my lifestyle? Thank you. Wow, that was a great question. And we'll answer it after these words. One thing you shouldn't have to worry about is getting tested for sexually transmitted diseases. Going to the doctor can be awkward and time-consuming. Now, there's an easier way. Introducing My Lab Box. It's a complete panel of STD testing shipped discreetly to your door. Tests take five minutes to complete, all from the privacy of your home. My Lab Box offers affordable tests, fast results, free physician consults, and it's easy to share your clean bill of health with your partner. Use the code EGGCLUB for 10% off your entire order. Don't stress, just test. Visit mylabbox.com now to learn more. 
Remember, safe is sexy. So we're going to talk about how um, and when and what is involved with egg freezing. Rodell, do you want to start with yeah. baseline testing? What it all involves? starts with, well, I love this test, okay? Because first of all, you don't necessarily have to know if you want to do egg freezing. And that's why I did it, was to give myself a little bit of uh, clarity around, well, how is my fertility? What does it look like? And then I knew I was going to make a decision about egg freezing down the road. Like, am I, am I a candidate for this? Yes. So you can just test your fertility. Like the AMH test. Anti-malarian hormone. Yes. It's a blood test covered by most insurance. Yes. And basically it tests your egg reserve. Right. But it is a good call that we be our own advocates. And this is the point where maybe you should call your insurance Mm -hmm. and ask them if they cover this test. So you're no surprises. Mm -hmm. Also, if you talk to your OBGYN and that's the person that's running the test for you or a fertility clinic, ask the billing person if they could help you also to find out if you get coverage yeah so it can be called the baseline fertility test i've called it the ovarian reserve test right along with baseline testing is also the vaginal ultrasound yes where um it's kind of like when you're getting a, a pap smear and uh not painful at all and uh they're basically looking at your ovaries it's not a big deal it doesn't i was single long. at the time and i would tell my friends it's just the tip and okay. kind of tore going in there you're the best well i love how candid that we all can be here this is um all of our opinions right and not we're not doctors this is not we don't have a medical degree that's right everyone is different and we're sharing our own stories and what we've heard and what we know but it's not medical advice so you have to consult doctors right absolutely see your medical professional your reproductive endocrinologist ask them your key questions as well and if you're curious you can just always Google the AMH test. Right. The baseline testing. That's really the first level of it. Um, So you'll get your blood test. It'll tell you your your egg reserve, because like we spoke about in episode three, uh, you're born with all your eggs. Um, You know, as you're ovulating, having your period, your eggs are leaving your body. So you're not continually growing eggs. So it'll tell you, hey, my egg reserve is healthy. I might not have to do this right now. Or, oh, you know what? I'm getting older. It's not as... um, my supply isn't as large as it used to be. This would be a good time to egg freeze. I think it would be a good point to interject as well that just because you egg freeze, you're not removing the chance of having children down the line Correct. because the mm-hmm. eggs are going into the freezer. You are actually losing those eggs regardless whether yes. you, you collect them that cycle or not. So Great that's point. a key point that you really should be aware of that doctors are really egg rescuers, essentially. Right. And with the vaginal ultrasound, uh, you know, they're looking at your ovaries. You have two ovaries, a right and a left. It's very normal to have more follicles on one ovary over another. Um, you know, I did egg retrievals three times. My right ovary was rocking it. My left one was, like, asleep. So <laughs> I don't know what was going on, on the left. I was like, yo, yo, wake up. But sometimes you might have a ton on both. It's normal if you have more on just one of them than the other. Like, I only had a few on the left one. Ideally, what they like to see, and it's okay if the numbers are less or higher, ideally they like to see a combination of 10 follicles total. Mid-30s right. and up, uh, they like to see around 10 in general to start. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of where they like it to be. Um, I went into 36 and did it. For that age range, they like to see 10. And this is before the hormones. They want to see just 10 natural follicles total in your body. And a good good visual, think of the two ovaries like the center of a flower and the follicles are the petals. The follicles hold each hold an egg. Sometimes follicles won't have an egg in it. Right. That's Um, a good point. But most times Mm -hmm. they do. So think of it like a flower. And um, so basically once all... The, your AMH level looks good. Your ovaries looks good. Uh, you have a consultation with your doctor. You know, every every 
every uh, fertility center is going to be a little different. You also want to get, you know, your angle pap smear, STD screening. Yeah, uh, that's, that's just to make sure that, you know, you are okay for all these hormone treatments. If you have any kind of outbreak or yes. an STD at the time or SDI, um, that could fluctuate it yeah. and make egg freezing a bad cycle for you. Correct. So, right. yeah. You just want to get all that cleared up. Sometimes right. chlamydia, for example, it's a hidden underlier that causes infertility oftentimes. And it can... Um, if it's not treated, because sometimes they're not symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's several... Good to um, get tested every year. Yeah, Safe sex, condoms yes. all the way. Yep. Well, you would know. I would know. <laughs> I'm a, I, I would know. <laughs> and, okay. um, yeah, so basically once all that looks good, uh, you'll have a, you know, a consultation with your doctor that you're working with. Um, you'll move forward onto the next step, which is going to be um, ordering the hormones, which are the injections. Mm-hmm. And the purpose of giving yourself shots of hormones is to kind of force your ovaries to grow more follicles than they normally would in a single cycle. Uh, you know, the clinic I worked with, they did a great thing called injection class. Neat. Uh, I didn't have an injection no, class. Yeah. did I. They really Whoa. stepped up their games. They really did. Because yeah. you, think, you think about you're going to give yourself an injection of hormones. Um, I can't even watch when they take my blood. I'm a total baby. Oh. So you think about giving yourself a shot. You're were, like, you, were you nervous about the shots? Oh, yeah. We're getting into that. Yeah, you think you want I to give yourself so, a shot yeah. somewhere meaty, your arm, your thigh. Mm-hmm. This is an inch below your belly button. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very sensitive area. It's, a, you know, um, it's I even went out and added a pounds in my stomach because it was like super skinny at the time. So I was like all up in donuts and bagels. Which is what Brooke was talking about. You know, she's yep. worried about her swimming suit and lifestyle. Yes. Correct. Uh, the the injection class helped with my confidence. Uh, they do have services where a nurse can come and administer the shots for you. Did you um, put in like a fake shot extra. during class? Like They I'm, have you, yeah. So every clinic's different. We practice on this little module thing. One one thing to know about shots that I was very nervous about, I was like, oh my God, these needles, like they're not crazy long, but you're looking at it and it's long. It's not so much the length of the needle, it's the gauge. And gauge is the thickness of the needle. These are very thin needles. Um, so it's, it wasn't bad at all. Um, you know, I really had time to kind of ramp up for it. Uh, the key is going in a 90 degree angle fast. It doesn't hurt as bad. So anyway, you do the hormone shots. Well, I got to do my shot, shot, shot. Oh, okay, Cause now. we got music for right. this part. Okay. So Woo! we're talking hormones and medications right yeah. now, ladies. A good point to make is that if you do go get the AMH test or the ovarian reserve test, that they want to do your cycle within a month or two mm-hmm. after those baseline tests. If you're not planning on moving forward that decision, then just know that you're going to have to be retested before you do. Mm-hmm. If it passes that 90 days, 30, 60, 90 days. Mm-hmm. Your week that you start your period, you start your hormone shots on day three. Okay. Right. Yep. And then you come in um, three days later for your first morning monitoring visit. Right, and the hormone shots, um, some of them have to be refrigerated. So when you're doing this process, it's around two weeks of shots. You need to be in one place. Okay, you, we have to talk stories. about the whole traveling thing yeah, because do. and um, and like when you got your box of shots, were you guys like totally blown away when the UPS or the FedEx guy dropped off it your is delivery? Overwhelming. Yes, I was like, what did they just order me? Mm-hmm. 
because yeah. I look like a drug dealer. Yes. <laughs> I mean, the amount of needles, the, like the red bin. Yes. You, you, I, like, I had a red bin, yes. I took a picture and showed my mom, and she's like, I don't think you should do this. I'm like, Mom, no, this I got this. Like, I work in this field. Like, I got this. But later she said, later she's referring to my eggs as her grand baby eggs. So oh, it's really cute. It. Mrs. It. Landis is That's looking forward really to those cute. grandchildren someday. <laughs> Yeah, but I will say it's really overwhelming. This is kind of funny, but I went to a store near me and bought a, like, a little lunch box. You, like, take it to you go. Like a cooler? And you can keep it in the freezer. So a cooler? It, yes, freezes. And I would carry that with me to happy hours. Happy hours? And you did it in the bathroom? Wait, because yes, you have to do the really shots felt like, in the evening oh, from 6 to 9 o'clock. Because I was about 7 p.m. was my shot Wait, time. Wait, you were going out? I know no one told me I shouldn't be drinking. Oh my god, I didn't. I yeah, didn't you're not. I drink alcohol. I was also no on like Tinder dating, out of control. I you were going on Tinder tours too. It. I'm doing shots <laughs> figuratively and physically. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But don't okay. do that. Don't no. Do okay. That, so okay, we should just preface it by saying, okay, the key things you want to know in this two month window that you're going through your testing and your actual egg freezing cycle. No working out. Limit your working out to That's low right. impact. I'm not yes. saying you can't ever go to the gym. I'm just saying, but like no running. Like be easy in your body. Yes. You are you are Gentle. making the size of watermelons happen in your ovaries. Well, your ovaries can twist on each other because they're enlarged. They're right. getting right. you know so from the hormones. So oh, yeah. just, just walking, just walking, stationary bodies. So the it. medical term for that is called OHSS, which is ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, and you do not want that to happen because that can make you infertile too. So. Mm-hmm. That's why they say don't work out, limit the working out. And the, and the reason we don't drink or smoke or because those are things that can affect our fertility mm-hmm. in real time for women. So those are counterintuitive for what the hormones are trying to do to your body. And so you just, I mean, you're paying so much money right now to do, to do this process. Make your body a temple for those, Amen. for those two, you know, two months, 60 days of your life. You can go without a shot, 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 shot. shot, yes, shot. I agree. I and agree. maybe it's, it's the two weeks you're doing the shots and the two weeks after retrieval. Right. No working yes. out. Right when the retrieval's done, um, caffeine, alcohol, that can that's fine post-retrieval. Yeah. But not yeah. the two weeks you're doing the shots. Yeah, just, so you, just treat your body like a temple. So a little bit overwhelming for someone that has never had to give themselves a shot before. I know sometimes people find buddies, like their friend comes over who's yeah, maybe good, not yeah. going through the process. And... Um, can do it. I actually had some bruising in my stomach. It was just, I think, what I was hitting while mm. I was. So that can be quote unquote normal, mm-hmm. but you do want to show your doctor if it does happen, just to make sure. Good to put an ice pack on the area after each shot. I always Very did true. the frozen peas, girls. Frozen oh, peas, good old cute. frozen peas. And then I think I mentioned before, but I had a theme song. So you every did? time I gave myself That's right. shots, it was. Girls rule the world, yes. And it's very empowering after you do the shot. Mm. You're just like, I did this. Like, I just totally did this. I'm badass. I totally felt the same way. Just FYI. It did make me realize that there are, um, you know, men and women that go through life that have to give themselves shots. Oh, yeah, like insulin. Diabetics. Diabetics. This is something that... Never thought about that before. Someone has to do every day of their life. So I told myself, like, I need to get over it. Yeah, they can do it. I can do it. I know. And that was something they have to do. And guess what? When you freeze your eggs at a younger age, it isn't a make or break cycle. Mm -hmm. So I do know some girls that I've interviewed. You know, I've interviewed over 40 different women. 
um, for experience.com. Yeah. And one or actually two or three stories actually talked about having monster follicles because of their hormones. Um, you know, going to that one side, like you were mentioning how your left My side. My right was your right. The first time I went, I had something like ready to go on day three. Because your follicle, that's another thing to point out. As you're giving yourself the hormones and your ovaries are growing more follicles, you know, faster than you normally would. And you're going in every day to get baseline testing done. Every time you go in, they'll take Morning your, monitoring visits. Yeah, they'll also yes. test your estrogen level, which will be rising. They're measuring the size of the follicle. And so you want it to be between 10 and 15. If it goes over 15, it's going to be an over a mature egg. So it needs to be over 10, preferably in that 15 window, closer to the 15 window, because that's a mature egg, because it can only freeze mature eggs. Right, but just because it goes, if it goes over 15, they can still freeze maybe, it. Maybe, maybe. It depends, they're watching it. They yeah. won't know until the embryologist looks okay. at it. Because if it if it hatches and, and leaves the fallopian tube, you're going to lose it. So the first week, you're going in every few days. The second week, you're doing the shots and game monitor. You're going in almost every day, because they want to... They don't want to pull the eggs out too early. They don't want to pull them out too late. Right. So they're really monitoring them every day. And can I just mention that that's a fantastic question to ask any center that you're considering because on my blog, I connected with someone overseas and she was going through a university and they only saw her like every two to three days. Wow. And she didn't actually have a great turnout in terms of how many eggs she froze. I mean, it was like two mm-hmm. or three. And I think mm-hmm. it was because... They weren't seeing her every day. So although it seems like a little bit of a pain to go work, a lot of times it's like, I know. Six it was a pain though. It, I don't know about you. Be. I was, I was in the fall slash winter time and yeah. it was bad weather in Chicago already. Just know that's only like two weeks. I had to plan for it, do it because it, you do, do have to get up early and yes. then hurry up and get to work. Yes. So I didn't tell my work. I don't know about uh-huh. you guys, but I was kind of secretive. It was like the first time in my whole life. I was secretive about something. I'm pretty much an open book. But I didn't tell anybody because I was scared that it wouldn't work. Mm. You know, here I am selling fertility treatments, telling everybody what they should do, uh, you know, for their job or or selling them equipment and products and and different tests. I just didn't want to be that girl that it didn't work for, Mm -hmm. you know? That's understandable. Yeah. That's really normal. And I... I was really secretive. Yeah. But then when it was over, I told the whole world, obviously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Started a blog. Right. So... Tell us about the trigger shot. What was that like for you? Okay, so I had a special, if, you, if you've if you heard some of our earlier episodes, I was talking about how the trigger shot was kind of a special day for me because it was my grandparents' anniversary, 11-11, Love going it. out to the Love grandparents' it. Landis. Landis. Landis' grandparents. Whoop, whoop. What was the anniversary? It was 68, wow. I think, yeah. 67 or 68, okay. I can't remember, but I think they were married in 1945. Was okay. that 68 years ago? Sounds right. Yeah, something like that. Okay. So, um, well, it might be sixty-eight this year. I'm, so, all, I'm all counting on my fingers. Yeah, I don't do I don't do math. That's you know, right. egg math is hard enough as it is. So, um, so basically, the trigger shot happens thirty-six hours before your retrieval. Now, my retrieval on most retrievals are in the morning. That's how I see a lot of these clinics that I see around the country. They do their retrievals early in the morning because that means you take a trigger shot. So, what is the trigger in the shot? evening night? So, the trigger shot just allows your eggs to be released so it's it's like a it's like a be preparing them to leave the ovaries it's like one last powerful dosage of hormones right so it's right before that they harvest them they want to do the trigger shot because in the natural world if you were just only having one follicle um in your normal cycle that would be right when it's being prepared to beat up with the sperm 
So that's... A little meetup group. Yeah, a little meetup group. Mm-hmm. They, well, they wanted to start their own egology yeah, job. Yeah, right, Bill. Yeah, yeah. So they want to capture them before they leave Before they leave the ovaries. That's the whole thing. They want to capture them before they leave the ovaries. So that, that trigger shot um, just helps with that. And But my personal trigger shot was at 4 in the morning. And listeners, you have to do it within like 5 minutes of the time they give you. It's yes. very official. I set 4 really alarm clocks because yes. I, I had like a million alarms set in my phone. I was charging my phone in the plug, making sure that it didn't die overnight, you know. I set my iPad as a phone. I put... A another um a clock like just a regular clock out in the living room so if i heard that one i would get up like i was just worried i, would, I mean i take a lot of early flights and yeah. i don't miss flights right. so i'm like okay i got this but, but this i was four in the morning but this is important i just you know blew a whole bunch of right. money right. literally on egg freezing anyone who's ruining it at the last minute I had, I had I such a good cycle i was stressed out at the time i didn't have a car so i oh, was my. taking bus transportation <sighs> and i think my bus was running late and my trigger shot was at my house and so i was like Oh my, like, did you ever do any of your shots in the bathrooms or in like, yes. a public place? Yeah. No, me yes. neither. I was at home every time. I don't know about you, but I just like, nobody saw me home. for two weeks solid. I don't think I even answered a phone call. That's oh, highly yeah. unusual. No. Yes. I People thought I fell that. off the face of the earth because, you know, if I don't text you back in five minutes or less, something's wrong with me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The only time I don't answer a phone call or answer a text is if I'm on a plane or I'm sleeping and I just didn't hear it. Your egg retrieval is 36 hours later. You don't eat 12 hours before. Yeah. You, you know why they say that? Is because you go under with anesthesia and anesthesia, you have to have an empty stomach or you could vomit. And it's not general anesthesia and it's not local anesthesia. It's kind of a twilight in between, but you are asleep. You're not going to remember you're, any of it. You know what? You're out less than not 15 all countries minutes. Do that though, right? Yeah, that's a good point. So right. Australia, for example, I've interviewed several women from Australia. They were awake during the procedure. Right? Whoa. Pretty, pretty razzy. Yeah. I think I like going. In America, they put you to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Thank God for America. I think it is important to really follow exactly what they say. Don't like, yes. oh, give myself a little bit more because you think maybe you need the extra boost. No. Because yeah. we have heard some things that... That overstimulation. Definitely, yeah, overstimulation is not good. This is serious. Just about being yeah. your own advocate there. Yes. If something does go wrong or unplanned, call your nurse. Yes. I don't care what time of day it is. Text right. them, call them. They want to hear from you because right. they want to help solve the problem. Right. They don't want to find out about it later. This is a very intimate experience. Like, you're going to just see and talk to your center a lot and just know that. Like, that's normal. So the procedure, really what goes on, um, you know, kind of like you're getting a pap smear, you don't have your feet in the stirrups. It's kind of like your legs um, are like in the stirrups. They have like this thing you kind of rest um, underneath your kneecap. Um, You're only uh, put to sleep for about 15 minutes at most. Do they make you get naked? I wore a sports bra. I I just wore lucky socks. The doctor goes in with a needle, um, goes in one ovary. They pull out all the fluid from the follicles. Right. And they go in the left. And then they go to the right, and then... The embryologist essentially just looks in the the autonomic fluid and pulls out all the eggs. And then they count them for the number that could be matured. They sit in an incubator for about an hour or less um, just to make sure that there's, if there's any on the, on the, on the fringe of being that perfect um, mature size that they can catch up catch up yeah and they'll give you the total number they pulled out that Mm -hmm. day but you won't know the number of mature eggs till usually 24 hours later yeah Mm -hmm. usually the next day Mm -hmm. you know i've had i've heard of some clinics that put like a number on your hand but that's kind of misleading because that's just the total number that they pulled out Mm -hmm. not the number that are not the number that are Mm -hmm. visible and this is where egg math comes in ladies don't 
be upset if the total number that you retrieved is not the total that got it's frozen. Very rarely, it's the same. My first round, for example, they pulled out seven, five revival. Second round, seven again, five revival. Third round, they pulled out ten, six revival. So it's yeah. a total of sixteen viable. That's a lot. Yeah, three different mm-hmm. times. We went through this whole cycle three times. Three times a charm. Sweet sixteen. That's kind of what, how many eggs uh, difference in your math? They froze fifteen. 15. So 19 were pulled out, 15, yeah, 15. were viable. Yeah. Okay, I had 22, and only 17 made it to freeze. Interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, you know, every age, every, well, depicture. Your, and every cycle is different. Every yes. cycle is different. So, you know, you will feel bloated during that whole time period, but really it's the after post-retrieval that some of the symptoms come back even more hardcore, mm-hmm. right? So they do give you some suggested um, ways you can help with that, you know, if it, uh, you should probably before you have your retrieval, go and get like Propel water, Gatorade, Gatorade, salty snacks, which kind of seems counterintuitive, but hypertension is a and protein bars, and protein bars. Like Gatorade protein bars. You need to re- if you re- eat that. You need to replenish yourself yes. the first forty-eight hours afterwards with protein, water, and electrolytes. Yeah, and take it easy. Don't yes. plan a whole lot of activities. Right. Take off from work. It's you also okay. Can't go in hot tubs for at least a week or two. Or sh- <laughs> actually, we're Del- we yeah. did not the bar slam and shot. She's hot tubbing. <laughs> well, we have this girls trip planned, and so I squeezed in my egg freezing right before I left, wow. and we went to Denver. Which was really cool. And And I didn't know or not if this was right or not, but there's the hot springs. Yeah. So I went in them, but I didn't go like under. So you just just like put your toe in? Yeah, put my legs in. (laughs) She's like, my ankles were all up in that spring. (laughs) (laughs) My my feet got a bath. (laughs) It's a great pedicure. My ankles were like living life. At least you weren't having cankles (laughs) for a lot of egg freezing. (laughs) Yeah, so just to get back to Brooke's question, Brooke. You know, a lot of people do it in the fall, but you could totally do it in the summer. But, you know, I, I don't know. Miami's probably not super hot in the winter, right? Right. I mean, I do go in there in the winter, so I guess it's nice out. But You know, with Miami, the perfect times to be in Miami, it's kind of like winter, spring, and fall. The summers are hot. Yeah. So, so maybe summer might be good. Summer might be good. Yeah. But, but kind of know your schedule, know your situation, um, and just know that these are some of the symptoms you're going to see. And uh, be your own advocate. Absolutely. And yeah, and along with the bloating during the process and after the process, um, you also, it's normal to have some uh, abdominal pain. They even give you, they gave me these uh, heat, heat packs. packs afterwards. And you'll be, you know, you'll be able to go back to work. You didn't get those day. either? No. Oh, man. Maybe you were slamming shots. They're like, that girl's wild. Don't, don't waste them on her. <laughs> give the other one double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, fun. the heat packs were nice. I actually didn't use them. But uh, but it was an option, you know. Like if you just it, also they said like Tylenol PM and right. and you know a little they bit. They wrote me a Tylenol three prescription oh, in case nice. I needed it. Well, that's good. You yeah. do need someone to stay drive there with you. you and drive you when it's all done. So yeah. make sure planning. Friends, sisters, no Uber, no Uber. No. Yeah, you because you're gonna be woozy. You. Yeah. Remember, you just went under. That's kind of equivalent to like going to surgery yeah and um that's why they tell you don't eat before the and i mean don't eat don't have any water chew gum if i was i was so thirsty at the retrieval girls i was like praying for that 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 juice that juice or whatever they give you afterwards like they gave me lots of (laughs) options and i was like give me all of it i am dying of thirst like i didn't care about the food part like you think i you know i'm such a foodie i would think that i would want to eat I didn't care about eating. I was so thirsty. But they said, you know, you can chew gum 
that helps stimulate your salivary glands so you don't feel as thirsty. Okay. So there are some tips and tricks, you okay. know, you can kind of check out like Riddell's blog, yeah. experience.com, and they'll go through a lot of these details with you too, again, Absolutely. if you ever forget. And we'll have it in the show notes, so you'll always be able to see that. But, um, you know, just uh, the next thing you have to think about is your eggiversary, right? Yes, like we've right. all had our eggiversaries yes. now. Yes. Or some, Me, even more. Some August. Okay. Your August, okay, yeah. And with your anniversary comes storage fees, a little bit of, wow. you know, I know, I know, <laughs> up. but just to budget for that, it's probably yeah. a few hundred dollars, and um, it's just important to know that they're going to come up every year, so. Yeah, yeah. you just got to plan for it, kind of like yeah. your um, car insurance, you know, it's up every six months. That's right. That's a perfect Just way. add it to yeah. the budget. Some, so you can even ask for um, monthly plans, like mm-hmm. I didn't really like the total happening at you know, each year, even though I knew it was coming up in November. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pay monthly mm-hmm. and then my bill is low at the end of the month. I, I mean, nice. you know, it's just like kind of even over time, like a savings account, yeah. it's your egg account, right? Your egg bank it's account, account. <laughs> in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I talked to your clinic. There's lots of different options. Once again, be your own advocate. Yes. Don't be afraid to ask these questions. And, um, you know, there's no time limit your eggs can stay frozen for. That's kind of a key point too. We should bring up. Well, my doctor did tell me that he would use them up until I was 52. Wow. Dang. Isn't he gave you crazy? like a really specific yeah, hard on number. Yeah. Did you guys not get that? No. Well, they, I did ask, really? you know, is there a certain amount of time yeah. you can only be frozen, like, five years? Yeah. And they said, no, you're you're fine. 40 is the new 30. That's right. Maybe 50 is the new 40. Technically, I'm 20 I'm years older now. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, We're guess, acting like I a 20 year old. I fake ID. <laughs> you're living the life of a 20-year-old. I sure am. I, I love it. Them. Man, I need to live my career. Not a cougar yet. <laughs> I'm a millionaire matchmaker. Maybe we should talk about that in the next episode. We will. All I about dating escapades and kegmer. Oh, okay. gosh. Wow. Well, I think that was some really great uh, voicemails today. We have more, but, and you know, we don't want to make the show too long for you. 978-EGG-CLUB. That's 978-344-2582. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Please leave a message. It's just a Google voice number, so feel free to leave us a message. Yep. club at gmail.com. And then Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at club. And also, um, again, welcome to all our new listeners and uh, subscribers. And the ones that came back and listened again. Yes, thank, thank you for you. coming back. Repeats. This is why we do this. This is our passion project. Right. You We're know, we all have community. day jobs. We want this sense of community. Yes. And Head Nation. And please go to iTunes, write reviews, what you thought about the show, what you like, what you didn't like. Hopefully there's not much of what you didn't like. Please share this with at least one yeah. friend from iTunes. What a good idea. And then... Or wherever you listen to podcasts. SoundCloud. Right. Share the friends, share the coworker, and family. And because when you write a review, it helps our podcast go up in the rankings. And be seen by other people yeah, that so maybe then, are searching for something like right. this. That's right. So we don't know who else is out there that needs yeah. a community like this to really hear different pathways and embrace... To parenthood. That's right. Embrace or motherhood. Things. And there's many pathways. And yes. one key takeaway with, I don't have a ton of follicles. I have a few follicles. In the end, it just takes one egg. Oh, oh, I saw that on Patty's um, Twitter Millionaire recently. Yes. Yes. Oh, shout out to Patty. Shout Maybe we should talk Patty. to her. We totally should talk I bet to she Patty. has some Let's great... on the list. Ex- I, I yes. bet she's recommending egg freezing she for her dating clients. So they, some of these girls, you know, they take a completely different turn after egg freezing. Did you? Yeah, I felt a little like, let's do this. Like, I was so my, proud. I was proud and empowered. And, and not empowered. in like in a crazy, 
too dominating way, but just so proud of myself. Yeah. She's like, I only bought one whip, not two. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I do wear a cape daily. It's so <laughs> like six inch heels, I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> Christian you, Louboutin. You're already right. tall. I bet you're making all the guys intimidated. Well, you know. Yeah, so follow us on our social media networks. You just keep up with our journey. We, ha- we are working so hard on this project to make sure that we're bringing the best info, just making this a really sense of a community for you and everyone that's listening. So yes. if you could share it with a friend, that's our biggest takeaway. Yep. And stay tuned. Listen in. We're going to have more guest speakers, right? Yeah. We have so, oh, we're lots working. of surprises this I know. season. Oh, my God. This season's Experts. amazing. We've been working yes. so hard on this. For our Egg Club members, special promos. Yes. So, like, we have Eggology Club shirts yep. that can be personalized. So fun. Mm-hmm. We were wearing them last week when we did our show. Mm-hmm. Look for our pictures online. Yeah. Pictures coming soon. And, um, and then, you know, we could even give them early access to bloopers and fun stuff behind the scenes on the show. Absolutely. We're working on all these projects. So, yeah. um, stay cool. tuned, check out our website. So see you next time. Bye girls. Bye. Deuces. You have been listening to episode four. Let's talk about egg freezing of the Eggology Club podcast. Join us next time as the girls explore the emotional choices behind freezing their eggs and listen in on their discussion with Yale University researcher, Dr. Marsha Inhorn about the social impacts and reasons early adopters took advantage of egg freezing. Today's episode of Eggology Club was written and co-hosted by Raydell Peichler, Valerie Landis, and Kara Egber. The show was produced and mixed by Shannon Holly. Caricature artwork by Peter Scott. Logo and cover art by Lily Chen. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, leave a rating, and contact us at eggologyclub.com. Do you have a sweet tooth and love desserts, but can't always eat what you want because of diet or food restrictions? No Denial Foods has created tasty treats for you. After suffering from diabetes and celiac disease, Debbie Wood, the founder of No Denial Foods, wanted to create delicious snacks that everyone could enjoy. Shop today at NoDenialFoods.com and add Egg Club in the special instructions to receive a special gift. Do you love red wine and coffee, but you care about keeping your teeth white? Then you need to be a diva. A vino diva. Vino Diva is a usable wine aeration straw. It aerates your wine with every sip to make it taste incredible. And it protects your smile from red wine and coffee stains. Search Vino Diva on Amazon today. Every woman has the little black dress. Now, every woman needs the little black straw. Vino Diva.